What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 158 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your hero stuck in a villain's body, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me, as always, is kid of the podcast, Alex Arona. You can't use a Chrono Cross opening next week. I forbid it. I, I tried to forbid it this week. I do what I want, Alex. And what I want to do is introduce our other co-host and our very own Guile, the Masked Magician, Joel DeWitt. Honestly, I don't mind the Chrono Cross opening. You can only really use it for 13 more weeks. That's about how much energy I've got this week. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I would take a Lord of the Rings opening over this. I haven't even seen all of those movies. Okay, Mr. Frodo. Huh? 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 I'll take it. I'll take it. This week we putt in early adopters, find out what's shaken with the news, and then smash some stuff in the backlog blog. But first, early adopters where we play alphas, betas, and games where we fight for our immortal souls. Holy cow. Guys, let me tell you about Cursed to Golf. Cursed to Golf. I'm in this. Cursed to Golf. Uh, I'm not a big sports guy when it comes to video games. But Curse to Golf definitely tickles a, a little fancy inside of me. That's because it has cards. It's kind of... Yeah. It, that's a little <laughs> bit of it. Yeah, I throw cards into everything and I'll jump behind it. Uh, Curse to Golf. 2D side-scrolling golf adventure game with a, a soul's twist. Getty. Did I miss anything? Getty, how many, how many clubs you got? How many... What? Cards? How many clubs you got? Clubs? Uh, there's three clubs in this. Okay. What kind? What are they? Uh, you got your wood. Nope. <laughs> you got it's your a, you got your wedge. iron. Iron. <laughs> and then a third third one. Driver. Donald. Nope. Uh, Adam. 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 There you go. Adam <laughs> Driver. Uh, I don't know so if we can th- talk about him. We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> so you got the three drivers, or the, the three. You got the three clubs. <laughs> There we go, right? Uh, what it, it's two D? You said now uh, we're got a meter for power, and then we're measuring angles. Uh, where what 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 are you doing throughout these holes? Mostly missing. Holes, I'm missing shots left and right. Oh, you really? You're missing the shots. So the stage is laid out in incredibly ridiculous fashion. You have to go up, down, left, right, all over just to get to where the hole is. It's a platform. And you, really. you have a limited amount of shots that you can take per hole. It starts at shot, five. Shots, 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 shots. And uh, with those five shots, you can hit these statues that are located around the stage. It'll give you bonus to your par. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once it hits zero, you got to go all the way back to the start. So utilizing the different golf clubs and skill cards you can maneuver your way through and try and survive. Uh, what makes it extra rogue or souls-like is that on your journey, you have to select your own path, and you're you're not going to make it. Like the first couple of attempts, it it makes you. Uh, what's you. the best way to put? It? it lulls you into a false sense of security, and then the first time you uh, go all the way back to the start, it's like, oh, by the way. Let me teach you how to add a spin to your ball. Wait, hold on. I never lost. 
so I never got to know how to skip a spin. <laughs> you made it all the way to the end? No, I, I went through... Oh, uh, like oh, oh there we go. <laughs> I went through like four holes, and it I never lost, so it never taught me how to do a spin. Yeah, so it taught me how to do spin, and then it was it easier after that. Oh, but I was cool. I was purposely trying to see what else it had to offer. With that see, I was purposely so- trying to be a badass. Well, with that Souls tag, you know that the game starts once you lose, so... Oh, okay. You know, I only lost on the uh, on the tutorial. That tutorial was was really hard. But, but all of the holes are designed to be absolutely ridiculous. I want to hear Joel's uh, feedback on this. So this game, what's great about it is that the fundamentals are really strong. It, for, it has the same golf logic as most golf games. It has the meter that you wait until it is in the right power range to hit the stop button and then in this case since it's a side scrolling thing they then sort of give you a range to go up and down for the actual arc and like you guys were pointing to with the spin that really adds the extra bit of layer on the fundamental gameplay structure that makes just the core really interesting like how do you i spin? i hmm how do you spin so you hit the ball and then while it's in the air, you hold the stick in the direction you want it to spin and then hit A over and over again. Oh, okay. Okay. Continue. Yeah. I apologize. I, I, I didn't get that part. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where I left off. Uh, just overall, oh, yeah. your thoughts on it. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. It's it's good. It's uh, It has a funny little, like, uh, what, what would you call it? This whole, like, soul ascension thing going on in its story. Like you're you're a dead golf player working with like Scottish spirit the Scotsman against, against a devil. <laughs> so it's it's a, a funny weird premise, but yeah, it it is neat. It's going on my wish list. Now um, the other, the other thing I, I noticed that I thought Getty might like is the fact that it's got uh, rogue tendencies, having a path from hole to hole. Uh, that will split off and sometimes you'll have cursed holes and sometimes you'll go to the golf shop and spend some of your money. Uh, Getty, did you, did you, did you really like that part? I, I'm, I'm confused. You're describing this like you selected this game for us to play. And sir, if that's the case, I want you to go straight to hell because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I selected this one. You definitely, uh, this is, this is one of the things that really drew me to it. When I see that map, that roadmap uh-huh. where it's like, oh, this could be a contender for Slay the Spire. Then I'm like, you know what? I'll jump in here and give it a shot. So yeah, uh, you can go to the pro shop, pick up your your cards so that you have bonus tricks. Uh, with the tricks, you can use one of them to blow up dynamite that's located across the stage. Uh, give yourself extra pars so that you can survive a little bit longer in your playthrough. Or my favorite, the practice shot. Practice shot is utilized to, uh, you know, sometimes get a feel for what you're aiming for, but mostly so that you can hit one of the statues to gain more attempts without wasting one of your regular shots. Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't use it for that. What I used it for was that um, I didn't have a dynamite card, so instead I just used my practice shot to blow up dynamite. You can do that. But wow, I, I did not think of that. <laughs> But the, the game, that, like, I did told you, like, hey, you should use that practice shot yeah. to get more shots. Shots, 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 shots. Yeah. Everybody. Now, um, did, did any of you go to any of the cursed holes? 
Yeah, those were tougher. No, I did not. Mine, uh, occasionally it would just get really windy for like two shots. Mm-hmm. And it was a pain. It was a really big pain. Still nailed it, though. You had to time it, and you had to try and figure out, like, is it even worth it for me to try and get around this cursed wind? Is uh, Made it interesting. Definitely. Which, for me, I thought that would just be part of the regular game, but it's, uh, you got to find these cursed holes. I, um, this, I, think, I think I did... I did so well, so very well in this game. But I think it's mostly because I practiced since last year. There was a game that was uh, had similar golf mechanics called Golf Club Wasteland, where uh, you're uh, playing golf through a post-apocalypse, you know, going through shopping malls and stuff. You have the, a very similar mechanic here, but um, it's not as platformy with multi, multiple levels, but it was still the same with the environmental hazards of, like, fans and magnets and other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a I lot of practice. cool little stuff going on in the holes. Oh, and can we just talk about how how much of a bop that chip tune soundtrack was? It was hot. Late on me. It was. It was just. It was just. It was some good beats. It got me a little. It got me jazzed. It brought me back to like the Sega Genesis music, but you know the good kind, like the Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, you know Sonic the Hedgehog two, I think, was like a pinnacle of like really great Sega Genesis chip tunes. And uh, that's kind of where it hit for me. Are we even allowed to talk about that soundtrack? Um, just not the Michael Jackson song. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't hear the bass tones in uh, these songs, unless I met, unless I overlooked it. Like that, for Sonic to me, like that that heavy bass tone is such a core fundamental to the soundtrack on that. But you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I, I just felt like they they were <laughs> just they were catchy though, still stuck in my head afterwards. You're not wrong, but you're not right either. <laughs> that, that is possible i guess you're technically right which is the best kind of right mm, i don't know all right let's take a chip shot over to after image nice we also played after image this week i didn't play that much but <laughs> from what i did play uh it was I feel like I've played this game before, and uh, I'd kind of blame Alex for that, mostly because two of the games that I reviewed last year take on a very similar Metroidvania-esque approach to this. You are a character who is awoken, and you have uh, all of your basic uh, jump, slide, crouch, attack, and you're adventuring around... Uh, I didn't get too much of the story from it, guys. So what uh, what were you able to uncover in After Image? There was a roly-poly monster. Mm. It was a roly-poly monster? It was, it was tough. Very <laughs> tough. For me, may, maybe maybe you guys are pro After Image players. but no, Didn't no, make no. it to a roly-poly, that's for sure. I think that's where I got stuck, was the roly-poly monster. Okay. okay. The, the game looks very nice. You know, there's a very distinct art style. Uh, everything's pretty lush in the area that you're in. The character has a nice fluidity to the way she moves. But in some ways, I mean, I don't want to be too reductive, but I feel like we've, we've been here before. I, I think you're right, Daddy. It's 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 a well-trodden ground, and it has a unique look to it, but the gameplay wasn't anything outside of what you'd expect for any of these 
and I'm sure you did abilities later on as you play like most series of this, but the the demo doesn't do it any justice if so. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's an Ender Lily's Quadius of the Night-like. Uh, there's one more that I wanted to throw in there. Lost Epic, because I also... It's Lost Epic-like? Lost Epic, and this that was... I would argue that that is what this feels more like than Ender Lily's. Ender Lily's had more variety. Well, that Ender Lily's mechanic was uh, that you were summoning enemies to attack, not quite you attacking. Exactly. But- well, yeah. That's why Lost Epic was more more or less the same kind of stuff. Uh, Ender Lilies, the similarities aren't as uh, as uh, I'm, I, I was actively just making a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think you're the, funny, so no. This is, I'd make myself <laughs> laugh. Um, the after image, I thought that um, I feel like there is a market now for these 2d platformer action adventures, especially when you get stuff yeah. like, um, you know, the one, the hits, right. You get the hits, guacamelees, you get the hollow Knights, you get the, uh, the dead cells and you have to kind of put your own spin on it. And this one I think puts a, puts, a I wouldn't say heavy emphasis, but I will say that I feel like this one has a, a, a part of it that feels a, like very anime uh anime animated like you have the the big eyes you have the uh very detailed hair and bright colors and all of that stuff so the attacks do uh they do stand out the animation stands out uh the environment stand out the 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 difference being is that the the minute to minute action uh doesn't doesn't jump out to me as something that's like okay this is a this has got this core mechanic right now. This has this other core. It, it doesn't really, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't stick in the landing as of yet for what it does different besides just the the look the look of it. It definitely feels it. like it's missing a couple of things here. I, I mean, from my understanding, it has um, it has a pretty big uh, skill tree, and it also has a has crafting. Which does look uh, pretty intricate because I remember I, I I did notice that I was picking up quite a bit of crafting materials okay. off the enemies, and then yeah, the abilities and different weapon types. You get spears and you get kind of big explosion, uh, big explosive uh, ground pounds and stuff like that. So I feel like if we were to dig deeper, I think that we would find a lot of stuff here that would make it stand out. But just from a first blush, it it does. Uh, it's it's the standout here is the look. I, I think for me, the the thing that kind of nags at me is that the core movement feels unremarkable. It wasn't it wasn't slippy though. It wasn't sliding around. Like I felt like I was I was I, I felt like I was grounded, but I, I definitely understand that it wasn't like I. So like for example, something like Hollow Knight, it, you move quickly, but the knight has weight to him because he doesn't he falls pretty fast to the ground. Uh, other ones, you're like you said, slippery, and but I guess the thing is like. If there's like a slider between unique and, uh, you know, generic, generic, it, it's very much on the like farther left side than others, and that that might be just more of a nitpick of me thing, but that that core feel matters a lot for how I enjoy things. Well, I mean, part of it, uh, you you know, Joel's catchphrase that I always reference is it needs to feel good to move. <laughs> Did he say that a lot? Uh, no, he said it, he said it once and, uh, I just kind of pick up that, uh, 
he does he like he kind of references sometimes that like oh yeah this got is, got to coin that yeah it doesn't feel as good if to move around and stuff that's like that, so. Jules catchphrase now he 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 has broken down my philosophy of gameplay design in Into one, one sentence, sentence. Yeah. good job yeah. yeah nailed it I I want more story the the games okay. that Alex rattled off those ones have fantastic levels of even if it's not direct storytelling there's still a story element there's uh and you get a sense of what's going on through it this one it from the the get-go i didn't really know too much about the character uh about the world what's going on in it Uh, you say guacamole and i i automatically think about just the ridiculousness uh, or even Hollow Knight, where the setting is so much more serious, and it, even without spoken words, you know what's going on. So I, I want um, a little the bit one more. thing to uh, the one thing is that that could be uh, something we see in the future. This is and like you know how often do we play like these demos, right? Yeah. But this is this is in fact a play test. This is a beta test. This is still in beta. Um, so it, I, I still feel like there is room for it to grow into something like that. I'm sure for, there is. Yeah. I'm just being selfish. I want to know. But that is something you would like to see though. You would like to see a, a more emphasis, uh, emphasize story. Yeah. Give me, give me a little peek at behind the curtain, see what the story is going to be about so that I can, you know, build Excited. a relationship with the character. Just it, it's, it, it's worth a caveat. Like we've gotten fairly good at picking out stuff that is outright cool or something that we did hyped on. And so this has not been like a qualitative, this is a poorly made game or that it's outright. Oh, not at all. It's, it's very well made. uh, And it is a nice looking world that again, the core of it has the check mark list of like the things you want to see in this type of gameplay. It's just, again, I, I think the feel to your point, daddy, the, the story which is you know this might be a case where the demo didn't do as much much justice if they had given a more story heavy focus or maybe they haven't even gotten that far yet like even that teddy bear game the crazy one that we played earlier this year that one had a lot of backstory and it it, yeah I, i just want just a little just a little bit just give me a little bit even to tell me what's going on with the crazy character that you meet in order to move on to the second part of the stage. Like what, what's he all about? What's going on with him? I don't know. Okay. You don't have anything for that. Okay. No, I think that was a valid point. You have a valid point. You want to tease it out. (laughs) I'm I'm just, (laughs) I'm asking too much. I know. No, I, I absolutely don't think you do. I don't think you are. And the thing is though, is that part of game development is just, you know, throwing in the two cents here and there whenever we're, we're always, trying to think about how we could give valid criticism on these games without, you know, we're not trying to say the game is bad. We're saying this is what I would like to see added to the, in the future. Right. Right. There should be a bullet point. Like when this is, this is with the best intentions (laughs) and that this is not, we're not as mean as we're sounding right now. (laughs) Just some, Uh, some constructive feedback. I I understand uh, the purpose of this, this play test. I just want, I want it. Okay. I want it now. Yeah, I'm into it. All right, good. All right, uh, I think I think we've covered our bases here in early adopters. So let's. Uh, 
I can't believe I wrote this. Let's slice into the break before the Scotchman teaches me another skill. Ugh. Oh, that was that was bad. Do you know what a slice is, Jetty? It's not pie, apparently. No, it's when you you what you you miss uh, not miss, but you you hit a ball. Maybe I meant ball. like I hooked it, or I. Yeah. You no you, slice is a term for it too. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. It's one of those. Sound like I know what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> Hey news, for the first time in my life, I have money to invest, and I know exactly what I want to invest in. What's that? I don't know, Joel said that millennials fixed retirement earlier, so I don't know Did if that's that? true. But that's, that's just what the news says. Happy day, everyone. Happy Yay. day? Who talks like that? I don't know, it's just... <laughs> uh, Bogus. Getty, we got a bunch of news. Oh, so... I don't know who put the news in this week, and I hope that this I isn't did. an April Fool's joke, because I am like, I'm going to drop an F-bomb here. Dude, you're in cloud nine. I'm fucking jacked about the news <laughs> this week. There's a lot and of news you can't take you. that away from me, okay? Nope. All right, who's ready for this? Hit, hit me. Production has started on a new Tomb Raider game, and it's in Unreal 5? That's a thing? Unreal 5 just got released. They had they've been doing tech demos for a while, including that Matrix one that uh, is a badass played. tech demo. Yeah, um, so now they're moving forward on, uh, and it's like a people are saying it's it's really amazing. So now that's the new that's right now that's going to be the new hot engine that people are going to work on. So when you say engine, like the the performance of this the. The purpose of an engine is to be like the platform in which developers can use to mm-hmm. make their games. Yep. I guess. Okay. Alex okay. knows. Yes. <laughs> He's going to help me through this. Yep. And um, the other part of this story is that the first trilogy or the, the newer modern trilogy of Tomb Raider was her origin story. And now the next set of games are to meet. Like basically she's meeting like she's get, they're going to make the timeline of the established original Tomb Raider. Okay. How, like she, they already saw how she grew up. Now they're going to make these stories meld into the original Tomb Raiders. And I'm sure that both of you guys have played through all three of the newer Tomb Raider games. No, too I've, violent. I played the first one. Too I also violent. Played, I also <laughs> played the first two original Tomb Raiders. Dude, dude, like one of the first things you can die in is being like impaled by wood sticks and stuff. That's yeah, brutal. Yeah, the deaths are really her brutal. throat. Real brutal, through her throat. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it is a functionally good game. I recognize that. I just I couldn't get past that at the time. No, those games are still in my backlog. But I, I beat the first two original Tomb Raiders. That was a pain. Those are real rough right now. Those Trying to go back to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to go back is rough, but those are what they call them tank controls, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, extra tanky. So, I mean, my thought process is that you could technically pull a Resident Evil uh, two and three with uh, with Tomb Raider. 
You could, yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, well, let's see. Let's see where it goes. All I'm really excited about it. I love those games, uh, and uh, what they did with the character is a lot better than how awful she was originally. It was just We're gonna like get to learn how she got those short shorts. The hey, look at my gigantic pixelated gazungas. Thank you. Thank you, PlayStation One. It was a different time. It was a different time. Gazungas. All right. Next piece of news. New game in the hyperspace outlaw universe called Dream Settler. And there's also a second game that they also announced. Uh, You guys aren't uh, familiar with Hypnospace Outlaw. Didn't uh, we play something that was like an offshoot of it recently? No. You sure? I'm not sure what you're referring to. I played Hypnospace Outlaw recently, and we'll be talking about it in the backlog. I feel like this is something that happened. Oh, okay. All right, well, that's exciting. It's always uh, good when a well-established game gets to grow a little bit. In indie, well, it's an indie dev, but yes, it's very exciting. Yes. All right. Speaking of sequels, new sequel to Monkey Island, Monkey Island 2. Is that supposed well, to be like sequel to Monkey Island 1 and 2, or...? Yes, but the tricky part is is that they've made many more Monkey Islands since then. Oh but yeah. This is but this is the original creator and he only was part of Monkey Island 1 and 2. So he's saying he's going back to where he left off. So what all the rest of the games are just we forget about them? I uh, I don't know if they were necessarily sequels. I don't know if they were the same characters or not. I never played them though. I I I'm thinking about it, but I also hear they're real kooky in a way that I might not be into. Mm, Getty, are you a Monkey Island fan? I played it back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Point, click, enjoy. Light puzzle mechanics. Light. 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 Here it is, guys. This is it. Max Payne 1 and 2. Rockstar and Remedy working for Max Payne. Uh, Hell yeah. Well, what was the drug called? In the game? is Valkyrie. Valkyrie? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, So this is Remedy. They made Max Payne 3, and they will continue they will redo the first two i assume in the way that they have made max Payne 3 and also uh the same thing with um control so i think that there'll be a a fully a full remake just wait wait the same story and i'm definitely gonna need a fact check on this but i thought that remedy did max Payne 1 and 2 and rockstar did max Payne 3 uh, well, let me, uh, let me look it up because, um, I definitely have a physical copy of Max Payne 2 in the other room and I know it's I got actually want to say it's, it's thing the it. opposite. Really? I want to say, uh, again, I could very much be wrong. Um, Rockstar did one and two. Oh, there they did? Yes. And Remedy did three. Ah, so backwards. 
Yes. So that's why they now have the license for it. And it's very exciting for people because a lot of people, uh, Max Payne 3 was highly regarded. It was good. I do enjoy the first two a little bit more. I think I played Max Payne 2. I've definitely said this before, like four or five times. It was like my go-to game at the end of high school, just because of the comic book way that it told the story. And then you'd get like your your segment of action adventure, and then uh, you would go back to the the comic book for a little bit more dialogue. Yeah. Those, oh, and those um, nightmare levels were terrible, though. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to play this series, so I'm interested in this. Um, but I have to correct myself here. Um, Remedy did Max Payne one. Rockstar did two and three. Okay. This is our final answer. <laughs> I, are we sure about that now? Now I'm real <laughs> that, confused. That's Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia.com. No, I'm wrong too. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. This, um, is, this is just painful. Remedy did one and two. Rockstar did three. <laughs> you were right the whole time, Getty. You were right the whole time. <laughs> no way. You're right. Hold on. You're right all along. <laughs> Wikipedia was very... Co- Wikipedia was very confusing. I can't tell. Uh, it, you know what it was? <laughs> you know what it was? They they published they pu- they started publishing them. Okay, so the reason why I feel like I knew this is, like I said, I have the physical copy of two, but I bought the collector's edition of Max Payne three, like mm. super discount. Uh, I, it was at Best Buy, and nobody buy stuff from best buy so when it was like 30 bucks for the collector's edition i scooped that right away oh nice playstation Um, 3 no looking at the it's that remedy made the first one then rockstar published the second one but remedy still made the second one that's why it was confusing to me and then part three they just took over entirely yep like three was okay but one and two it's where it's at I, yep. do, I and I do hear really good things about three as well. Yeah, yeah, you do. Definitely didn't open Pokemon Go just a second ago uh, because of my wife. So I apologize in advance, Joel. All right, next piece of news: <laughs> Rogue Legacy Two finally going 1.0. It's been an early access for a while. Yes, I've it been- has. I've been uh, debating putting a, making a, um, a beta breakdown on it, but uh, I never really got around to it. So it is now going to be 1.0, so it won't be beta- qualified for beta breakdown. Oh, no. So but what do we do? I'm exciting. I'm excited. Just a regular beta? May, made a bit mea culpa video on our YouTube channel. Let's do right. that. Uh, but Rogue Legacy 2, uh, they made some very dramatic changes uh, where as far as like adding variability to the gameplay, you can get sucked into like weird uh, paranormal backwards worlds and upside down uh, worlds. And uh, like there's a lot of really big emphasis on platforming. And of course, they smoothed out the pixel art. So it's no longer pixel art. It's more animation cartoon focused, hmm. but it still has that great Rogue Legacy flavor. And that flavor is still colorblind. Colorblind's fun. <laughs> That's a good one. It's uh, all of them nearsighted. Um, um, I one that's got IBS. Oh so, yeah. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. Yes. One oh, of them yeah. just farts. He farts mm. when he jumps. I 
don't know that I, I kind of like the chunky uh, pixel look of the original. I'm not yeah, sure well, I too like. bad. Now it looks like <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Too bad. Too bad. I mean, fair. Yeah. It's a lot no, of fun. Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm on the same page with you, Joel. I. I liked the pixel art before. I don't think this looks bad, but I think that my preference stays on the pixel art. Okay. Speaking of style, Mario movie coming December 2022. Will it get pushed back? Will Alex owe everybody a Xbox One X Series S? Is That's that a, a thing? cheap one? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I def- I definitely am- imagine a world where this movie gets pushed back. Joel, I mean, we got a poster. I'm. Do you think they even? They wouldn't even have to release a trailer, would they? Or or they could be like really cheeky about a trailer and not like show much of anything other than like the title card. But you I know that's could, not how this works. I'm just saying they could get away with it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but I feel like people might be suspicious. You think that they would pay me to do the voice for it so that I could just be like, in a world where plumbing is awful. And then it's just Mario like, here we go. Except it's Chris Pratt, so it's not going to sound like that at all. Jesus. It makes you feel weirder. The poster just shows like them facing away. So it makes me feel like they want me to focus on Mario and Luigi's butt. I don't know. I I mean they they work out. They get their steps in. I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Right. I mean Joel, you agree they get their steps in? You guys watching this in theaters? Sure. Yes. Are are you coming out? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it in theaters. <laughs> Shit, I'll see it in theaters sitting next to Alex. Yep. I'm gonna get a drink and then I'm gonna have to pee like four times. He also likes to talk during movies. They do. And I try not to engage at all. It never works. <laughs> uh, good times. Okay. Uh, Square Enix has trademarked Tactics Ogre Reborn. I have played Tactics Ogre. I don't know. Do we need it to be reborn? Well, I mean, that's one of those games that I don't feel like there's like a really easy way to play it. Yeah. I mean, how? what is... You could play it on what, PSP? Can you? I don't think you can play it on Vita. I think that I have it on the Advanced. I think it was on the Wii channel, the, the eShop channel, before they closed it. Ugh. For some reason, I thought this was like a PlayStation game. No, I think there's... Tactics Ogre. Uh, maybe, I'm thinking of, maybe I'm thinking of a different game. I'm going to... Getty, I'm back on the Google machine. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't even hit the delete button. I'm just hitting page up a lot. Uh, Maybe okay. I played a specific it, one of the Tactics Ogre games. There, there but... is one on Super Nintendo. Okay, okay. there is a, the PSP version. There's a PSP version. That's the one I know. Which one do I have? I have a physical something of it. Um, Sega Saturn, PlayStation... No, yeah, uh, it was on SNS. the Game Boy Advance. That's the one that I have. Ogre Battle series. Okay, here we go. Ogre Battle 64. That's kind yeah. of a wild one. Yep, there we go. And, yeah, Tactics Ogre. Uh, Let Us Cling Together. Which came out on the PSP, was on the PlayStation, 
and Super Famicom. So, yeah, this is anybody that's looking... But here's the thing about it. So Square already dropped Project Triangle Strategy. I guess it's not Project anymore. It's just Triangle Strategy. Stupid name. It's not a great name. And then they have that other one that's coming out that is more or less along the same lines of it. Yep. So are they just going all in on the tactics games? Uh, I think it's more that they're starting to like bring back all their... like. Uh, they're, yeah, in my day, my heyday... My heyday was the PlayStation 1 era JRPGs. I I played as many as I could get my hands on. But there are a lot of them that never made it out to other consoles. So I think that they're really kind of settling into bringing back the back catalog. Nintendo Switch has actually been doing a really great job of uh, bringing a lot of these ports over as well. Um, you know, with the Saga Frontier and all this other all these other versions, but I think that Square is now uh, leaning hard into bringing a lot of their old back catalog back too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Chrono Cross, right? Well, we all are. We're also going to see a Valkyrie profile game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, which I'm ecstatic. Yeah, how how about. amped would you be to see a Legend of Dragoon re-release? But that would have to be Sony, so... Yes, but I just mean in general, those JRPGs from, like, the PlayStation 1 era. Like you said, it was a heyday. Give me that Give me that Xenogears. Let me play another, like, three hours of it and then remember that this game's 120 hours and not want to play it anymore. Let's nah, do that. dude, you gotta go and play the... Oh, what's the stupid trilogy? Xenosaga? Yeah. Xenosaga. Yeah, I still have those... <laughs> Isn't isn't that the one where you like play a character who's in an MMO? Something no. like that. No, that's Wait. Star Ocean Three. Three. Mm, I never played that one. But also, Star that's Ocean Dot One and Two are phenomenal. So, hmm. Star Ocean yeah. One and Two are phenomenal. Xeno Saga. You should go play all those because each one of those games was at least eighty hours. The frustration I have is that those universes are only tangentially related. Like they're in the same universe, but only like. Like, they're all within, like, they all are, take place in, like, within 100 years of each other. Xenogears, Xenosaga, and uh, Xeno, Xenoblade. It's crazy, man. I want them all to connect. Eh, it's not going to happen. But you know what, what might happen? What? You might get your Steam Deck email for quarter two. They're out now. Yeah. Congrats to Allison at Gaming Fix. Uh, our friends over at Gaming Fix. Uh, she was a guest on the show. Got her email exciting stuff mine got pushed back so oh yours got pushed back bummer it says q3 now so oh crappy what about you jelly uh i've not gotten an email at all i should look you should just go on the store and it'll tell you (laughs) that's literally i'm clicking in the google machine don't oh my god there's more news getty please alex what do you mean there's more news we got freebies we got freebies. Uh, Q3. Mine still says Q3, July, September. Yeah, yeah, you got you got bumped too. It's fine. Freebies. So over on I the Epic... That was always Q3. Mine said Q2 before. Epic mm. Game Store has Rogue Legacy. I feel like we just talked about that. Part they two. Also, now we have part one. Yeah. For free. So if you want to catch up and figure out what on earth we were talking about, Epic Game Store has it for free this week. Epic Game Store also has The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Woo! 
pick that one up definitely. If you liked um, what uh, the remains of Edith Finch, I think that you might like Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yep. Over on Steam, we have Black Desert Online. I believe that is still an MMO. Yes. <laughs> I don't know when I will get the chance to ever play an MMO again, but want to go back to Final Fantasy. But that's uh, not really in the cards. And then we got several games over on... What's an XBL? Uh, that's Xbox, Xbox Live. Live? Yep, they are giving away Two Human, okay. Tech Wars, Phantom Dust, Crackdown 1 and 2, and Harm's Way. I feel like I'm back at work because you can't just put an abbreviation or or no, make that's, something that's letters the, um, and not tell me what it is. Well, no, that's the that's the official uh, abbreviation they use. Who? Microsoft. It's the XPL. Oh, you're you're part of Microsoft now. No, but that's uh, you go to their website. They say free on XPL. Yeah, but I don't talk to Microsoft, so. What are some they won't your, answer your emails. <laughs> what are some of your acronyms at work? I'm not MSC BRC. He's just picking um, letters. No, I am. Sadly, I'm not. K bus, uh, J bus, uh, yes. We have enable. We have we have custom wiring that we have just added letters to and just said that's the letter. Right now we're on Z addresses, P addresses. This is stupid. It's really stupid how our naming scheme. Um, our our background programming is called Ricky Tiki Tavi. No, that's a children's book. Uh, that's also the name of our back code. No. Our custom back code. We, weirdly, this is the third time I've heard Ricky Ticky Tavi this week. Yeah, if you dig into our code, it's it starts calling itself like people have asked like, "What is Ricky Ticky Tavi?" I'm like, "Oh, don't worry about that. You ain't gotta see that." <laughs> uh, apparently, our competitor's uh, rival code was called Snake. <laughs> Mongoose eats a snake. Yep. Wow. <laughs> the code the, was made in the, the '80s. I have the, no, I've those no are control. aspirational. That's wow. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Just awful. Our, our our original software was called version three because the competitor was at two. It was a whole PS three Xbox three sixty scenario. It's all stupid. So so are you good on this? Uh, I'm very good. <laughs> okay. I could I could talk about work all day. You guys don't like talking about work. Yeah. It's because of work. Well maybe it's because <laughs> the economy's terrible, Getty. Oh god, the economy is terrible. Why did I spend all my money on NFTs? <laughs> right click save as oh <laughs> missed out on that dogecoin well let's declare bankruptcy with a break i didn't miss out on that dogecoin i regret the dogecoin <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're supposed to do it before it tips up in price <laughs> <laughs> now i know that hindsight joel hindsight back back with the backlog blog where we play games that rewrite history where is he going with this one which game are we going to talk about first that actually works for both of them i know it's a rare 
It's a rare occurrence here. We are well, going uh, to talk about hi- Hypnospace Outlaw. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because you were already jumping into it before we left the That's break. That's not so. what I was jumping into. That's not what I was. Oh, 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 you mean on break? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hypnospace Outlaw is a game that takes play. It, it's, it essentially is aping uh, the 90s internet. Uh, where, uh, you know, what Netscape and every website just had like music blaring at you, but the the music could only last for like, it was like a 10 second to a 20 second snippet on loop. Mm. And there was GIFs everywhere, just animations in your face. And uh, everything was obnoxious. MySpace. MySpace. I don't know about you guys, but our family, back in the dial-up days, would dit like the Netscape commutators, and then they yep. would eventually jump off to another carrier to try to avoid a price a- increase. Or <laughs> a- we would just kept I just kept using free AOL discs. Yep, mm-hmm. right. Made stacks of them. Yep. <laughs> Mom, get off the phone! I want to go on check my emails. Oh, it was the other way for us. <laughs> us kids got in trouble if we were on the internet. <laughs> At Hotmail, me, me and Alec had a bet to see who could have get the most emails. So we just found random websites that would let us have emails. I think I have an email somewhere at b96.com. Good God. Now all I do is fight to not get emails. That's true. Yeah, that's the word. Anyway, Hypnospace Outlaw. You are a you are a, f- a future 90s cy- cyber internet uh, cop. And your job is to you get assignments that someone reported harassment. So you're, yeah, so you have to go to a website, this person's website and start trying to find any points of harassment. And you find that it's like this cool guy named Shane and he's just got like some rock music going. And, uh, it's this really horrible, like nineties sounding like it wants to be limp biscuit style like grunge kind of like rap rock and uh you also find that you know he claims to have interviewed them but you could kind of like you know it's it's one of those man isn't isn't school lame yeah la- school is lame like that was like the interview <laughs> but going through it you also find that like he interviewed this kid and just like man what's it like to be like the ugliest kid in school and he's like oh man i'm also the smelliest like he's he kind of, and that's like the harassment is that he made this faux interview up to just make fun of this kid, stuff like that where you you can you can click on things on the websites and kind of report it, uh, and eventually decide if they get banned or not, get their website banned. And everyone has their own personal websites, and there's different sections of the e- of the internet. There's one for like where you have websites for selling stuff, one for the teen zone, and all of this uh, different stuff. And the game plays out with you. Solving these cases uh, that eventually leads to what like, I think, you know, was trying to ape uh, the Y2K fiasco. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you dealing with the fallout of, uh, a se- of, of a, the Y2K uh, situation actually panning out to be uh, apocalyptic, not apocalyptic, but catastrophic. And uh, it actually has a, a lot of far reaching issues that uh, reach the populace and then you kind of from, from the beginning you're going through and finding these different violations. And then after that, 
after the Y2K fiasco, you are combing through almost like a wayback machine and going through that 90s internet and finding like someone's like oh we lost this song we want this song for historical purposes can you use the wayback machine and find out where that where that song was and you have to go to different websites and the hmm. it's a it's a it's a really fun concept and that 90s internet is very silly you find a lot of like quirky stuff the you know, and there's also an underlying story that's going. You meet people via email that kind of give you little bits and pieces of story about what's really kind of going on and why you're doing these different things, and then about the fiasco that happens uh, with Y2K. Um, so it does have like a, a an underlying story that does pan out to something that's kind of a big a big deal in the story. The only thing I I will say is that the what they sometimes what they ask you or want you to do means that you have to go website per website, page by page, every link, oh my every gosh. step. <laughs> and I felt like like I, I ended up using a guide. And I, you know, sometimes I use a guide and I'm like, I'm being lazy. Or sometimes I use a guide and I'm like, I feel like I could have figured this out on my own, but I kind of want to get through this fast. No, Hypnospace, I looked at a guide because, and then I saw the answer and said, I never would have found that. You know, <laughs> this reminds me of a game that you made us play. Hacknet. Uh, Hacknet had at least like Hacknet had like weird ha- like you you had, you felt like a hacker. Uh, this one it just feels like you're browsing the internet. Yeah, but oh, you mean the the effect that you would need a guide? You would need at least I I at least needed when I played Hacknet a little bit of guidance here and there. And what you're describing oh, yeah. is you can go through every single little detail and try and figure it out. It's just the sheer volume of it, it, it must feel staggering at times. Like, <laughs> without the guide, how long do you think it would actually take you to make your way through this universe? Well, well, I, I also want to throw in my defense that, okay. um, that, again, some of the things that they want you to do isn't laid out clearly. So okay. it, does, yeah. it does end up being uh, confusing to me, at least that I wasn't able to suss out where the next steps are. Cause it, cause sometimes it'll say like, um, cause it's not always find this harassment or find this violation. Sometimes it is like, there is a part where you need to understand how to find user IDs and for via the website code. And then from there, you also have to log into their user ID, hack their account and download files or go through this, uh, website, not like adventure game, and then you have to put in the password, but the password is someone's user ID, but you have to get that file from by hacking their account. It's, it's, um, it's a lot of like, there's a lot, there is points where it does get very complex. Yeah. You, I, for a second there, wasn't sure if you were talking about Hacknet or nope. <laughs> Hypnospace Outlaw. That's because what I mean. I, I will agree. It does have Hacknet Same tendencies. kind of thing that you're doing. Yeah. It's it's it, again the game kind of goes in sections. There's the browsing the website and fi- and finding these violations. Then there's the hacking part of it that kind of is like a that like a whole section of it. And then the third part is going through the wayback machine and finding artifacts of the internet that you spent the, the first way two back sections machine. browsing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I well, will say um, they they nailed the look of this though. Yeah, yeah they did. 
I mean, the game takes place over the course of I want to say of like four days, and you have you have a, a a machine that lets you go back to each four of those days. Because if you think about it, if you ban someone's website four days later or like three days later, that website's gone. So it's stuff like that you have to know where to go in the way in the using their time machine, quote unquote, which is not it's not a time machine. It's like just a program. Um, so uh, I the game it took me probably like eight hours to beat. I think that if I didn't have a guide, I would say 12 to 15, Mm. maybe more. Yeah. Depends on how complicated Um, some of the stuff is, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's, and it's not to say that this game is, is not good. I actually very enjoyed it and nailing that look, Joel, it is that way the whole way you see the, you see a lot of the internet personalities in a way that are like very funny. Um, you see aim conversations and you read aim conversations and you're like, I've had that conversation or I know that person who's had that conversation. You know, it's like, Hey, you, Hey, what are you doing? And then someone was nothing. He goes, why didn't you answer me? It took you like three hours to answer me. I was away, you know, and like away messages <laughs> pop up and stuff like that. You just, it's, it's very, very well done. Um, the reason I had mentioned earlier that they're making sequels to this is that one of the sequels is, that obnoxious character I told you about that has like that rap rock uh, website who does those stupid interviews. He in the quote unquote in the universe is making his own video game. That's one of the, the spinoffs they announced. The other spinoff is that now it is in the two thousands and you're combing through two thousands internet. Hmm. And if you think about it, the '90s internet and the 2000s internet both had a vibe, a very specific vibe, because uh, apparently they've already shown information on the second game, the in the 2000 internet, and I think that you see like, like Napster likes. <laughs> so uh, there's some there's some there's some stuff there that they're kind of really they're hitting that vibe again. It looks like so. The, the um, live- I'm interested in that. The live journals and the MySpaces and yes, and uh, yeah. what was it? Z- Zenga's Zenga, Zenga. Nice. So, I th- I think that they're gonna they, they Hypnospace Outlaw is a very interesting game. Um, I like the way you play it, going through and uh, exploring that 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 very silly space of of what it was like to be like a teen and you know going to AOL Messenger and. Uh, you know, putting just wanting to make like a website that you just put a lot of obnoxious stuff on. Like, I want this. I want a fat cat that's just like spinning. You know, just stuff like that. So, um, it was also on Game Pass. I don't think it's on Game Pass anymore. Uh, I it was in my queue for a long time, as my in my backlog, and then I saw like I think a thing popped up that said, "Oh, leaving Game Pass," and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap. Okay, I'm gonna play this hmm. now. Gotta play this now." Yeah. Before they so take I, it away from me. It was it was very good. It was it was very good. Uh, but I do again recommend just kind of throwing on a guide next to you in a second monitor or something or on an iPad just so that you uh, you don't have to look at it if you can if you can suss it out. But I think that's you know if you spend like twenty or thirty minutes on a single on a single thing, I would say kind of just grab the guide and move on. Yeah. It it just for me it kept it made the game more it it kept the game from feeling obtuse and frustrating. So that was my time with Hypnospace Outlaw. Awesome. I like that. 
But I hated the 90s internet. It was awful. <laughs> a terrible place to spend time. You could I just, have been outside. You could have been socializing. I just like the vibe. I like, a, I like the vibe. Yeah. Now, you, what was good about the 90s internet is that you could only ingest so much information at a time. Whereas if you go on Twitter right now, you just drown in people's thoughts. <laughs> That's true. I do get overloaded on stuff. You know, you get, Getty knows. I get, a, I get in real deep TikTok holes. I refuse to download TikTok and I it's don't okay. want you get, to. You get, you get it filtered through Lisa. I send a lot of stuff to her. I don't want to live that life. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm not what, sorry about? I was going to say, what kind of life you want to live, Getty? I want to fight chaos. <laughs> so I, I played, I finished Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. That's a quick uh, turnaround for you. This is, this game is not at all what I thought it was going to be. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I liked it. Uh, I have, I have bones I have, to I have, pick, I have some questions. Yeah. I was going to do it in the the typical Getty fashion, so I'm going to talk about it for a little bit, and then I'm going to let you ask as many questions as you want. Got it. So I'm going to keep it relatively short. I would love it if you guys took the time to experience this game. It is a very forgiving uh, Souls game in the regard that when you die, you go back to a certain point, but you don't have to worry about progress resetting. Okay, so as long as you used one of the save points, you can go back. The amount of characters that you have is finite, but the amount of classes that your character can swap between is a lot. Uh, 24 or so that you can have, but you can swap between two on the fly in combat. And it ranges from anything that you've seen in the Final Fantasy series. So fighter rogue like the thief uh mage all the different kinds of mages and then the advanced classes when you get to paladin dark knight all that stuff and it can suit whatever play style you want to do uh so if you want melee you do (laughs) plenty of melee classes range you got your spells just a lot going on there and you level up your classes you get skill points and you can unlock different skills in each of the trees for the classes so tons of tons of action uh the stuff that i liked about it the music the scoring in it they called upon some of the previous final fantasy games and they turned those melodies and those beats on on their head so one of the things that really stuck with me the song that plays in final fantasy 8 when you're in ifrit's cave for the first Mm -hmm. time they used that, but they turned down the volume pretty low on it, and then increased the, or they decreased the tempo on it. So it was like haunting uh, and very, uh, just not what I was expecting in any regard. So they pulled in uh, even the music from Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yes, uh, when you're battling and when you're in the field. Which Final Fantasy Thirteen had really good music too. It's one yeah, of the, it the few things that I really appreciated about it when I played it. Thinking back now, I was like, man, that game kind of dragged for a while, and then you hit like the the sweet spot. But uh, yeah, where was I going with that? Music has a bunch of bangers. So action, 
great music. The story, that's where I'm going to complain here for a second. Story made no goddamn sense for like the <laughs> really? for the first I think I played it for 24-ish hours, not consecutive, but uh, in my playthrough, like when I hit hour 20, I was like, oh, now the story is starting to make sense. But everything up until that point, like for the first five hours, maybe longer, your character's just like, man, I want to punch chaos in the face. Where's chaos? Yep. And, and there's like memes about it. Like, yep. He's I see a lot of those. absolutely obsessed with chaos. But the other part that I thought was weird is that he doesn't know why. No, he doesn't. Am I reading right here that this is supposed to be a retelling of the first Final Fantasy? It is not a retelling. And that's why it's... I don't want to say it's an alt-history, but it is got all of the same locales from the first game and some of the characters that you interact with. From my understanding, the way it was advertised is that it is supposedly the origin story of the villain hmm. of the first Final Fantasy. That would be where it makes sense, yeah. Okay. But you have to get to that point, because it's not... Like, it's it's kind of like hints at it, but until you really hit it, like, it starts to make a lot more sense. But I would I would say that, for the most part, like, the story, to begin with is nonsensical and then it starts to pick up you start to get actual like story beats things things become clear and then it's like okay well this felt like a much better and complete game now that i reached the threshold and i crossed into the absolute craziness that is stranger of paradise <laughs> okay uh now i'm not gonna you know i don't i i I will beg you later on off air to tell me just what the, how it changes the story of Final <laughs> Fantasy. I'm, I don't care about spoilers. I'm more interested in that. Otherwise I'll Google it. Um, oh, but the we don't want you part, Googling anything. What I was curious about is getting, does this make you want to play the Noah games? I play the what now? Noah is a uh, Dark Souls like style game. Uh, and the, it's from these developers. Is that Noah or Neo? Neo. Is it Neo? Yeah, I Neo. played the first one. Okay. Did this make you want to play Neo 2? I have thought about it. So, Neo 2 came out at around the same time that, you know, you know how we all operate here. It came out at the same time when a lot of other stuff came out. The first yeah. one, I didn't finish it because I started to get to the point where I was like, this is fun, but I don't know how much fun I'm actually having with it, and I don't know how much more I want to play it. So I kind of Makes fell sense. off about maybe two-thirds of the way through it. And uh, I wouldn't hate the idea of going back. It's Team Ninja you're talking about, right? Yep. Yeah. I would probably go and play Neo 2. I don't know when I will make it around to do that, but it's one of the things that drew me to Stranger Paradise, knowing that the games that they've worked on uh, Team Ninja, it was these Souls-like games made it more interesting to me than if this was just like a retelling of Final Fantasy 1. Okay. 
But I mean, you can you can retell Final Fantasy one in the, with this format. But I mean, obviously, it's it's more fun for them to do their own thing. Yeah. With rap rock. Like, doesn't he like play like? He doesn't play Limp Biscuit, does he? No. Okay. I don't think it's Limp like... Biscuit, but yeah, yeah, he has at one point he has headphones. Yeah, he's got and a, a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, like that doesn't like the setting doesn't make sense. Why? Where did you get? How are you using this? Uh, yeah, I think like the tone of the game is that like at some point goes someone says, "Hey, be careful," and he goes, "I already know," and the guy's like, "Oh, okay, sorry." Like that's like a, a real conversation that happens in the game, and that's like end of the conversation. Yeah, so they really kind of just put in this weird like awkward conversation about stuff and made this character not a douchebag, but definitely uh, there's, there's times when your character is interacting with the others and they're like, man, I don't know if I want to remember the past. And he's like, good, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's like, damn, why are you so angry? But okay. So and I think at one point, doesn't he kind of say like, sorry, I'm kind of intense. Yeah. He's, he's usually like just way too over the top intense, but it, so him being that high strung all the time, I completely forgot to mention the finishers. So there, when you are fighting an enemy, if you break their guard gauge, then you can perform uh, like a soul steal ability and the, crushing them effectively, like turning them into diamonds or gems and then shattering them. And I sent Alex a couple of videos, but like th- the brutality in these acts is like nothing in Final Fantasy at all. Like you, like a Tonberry, terrifying, horrifying, and in a way cute. If you use your soul crush or whatever the hell it's called on one of these things, you go up to it, you put your hand on it, it crystallizes, and then it explodes. Wow. A cactar, you grab it, you throw it up into the air, and it crystallizes and just rains down it is like the most brutal and to finish the bosses it is that satisfying brutality every time it's in your face action and i love the finishers they're so obnoxious but there's something just so satisfying about when you get to that boss and the finishing moves just make it that much more epic it's what you picture like oh this is how i want this fight to go Instead of like, you know, when you're playing something like Elden Ring, like when you beat a boss, you hope that when you defeat it, it looks cool doing it. Yep. This makes beating enemies look cool. Does it make Does it make you feel like you're listening to Limp Bizkit? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> Maybe that would help, though. Maybe I should have been blasting some Limp Bizkit. I heard Hell they're back yeah. on tour now, so. They are. He looks like an old man. He looks like a weird Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Awful. I, th- that's all I really have. So uh, if you guys, I gotta tell you, Getty, I, I've been, I've been looking, I've been wa- waiting for this one. So I'm, I'm, I, I, again, I'm still a little swamped at the backlog, but this is, uh, this is in there for sure. If you want to borrow it, I'm still toying with the idea of going back and trying to platinum it. I feel like okay. I can do it. I'm into it. But it's there. If you want to borrow it. And whenever Joel gets his PlayStation 5 from you. That's about when I'll be ready for it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that'll be our backlog for this week. 
Let's uh, transition over to one last thing. And this week's one last thing is brought to you by turning fun into work. If you ever need to create a Trello board to organize your fun, please ask Alex and he will guide you. I'm knocking stuff off that list and it looks nice to me. (laughs) We made it into work. It keeps me focused instead of playing like 17 games that I never finish. Okay. Or reading 17 books that I don't ever finish. Well, I, that sounds like a self-control problem. It it definitely does. So <laughs> and shouldn't you figure out what works best for you? No. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. God damn it. <laughs> so badass. All right, my one last thing. I am going to continue to make some progress in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I finally got to dual class. So my Stabomancer is now also a Spore Warden. These words should make no sense to you? Nope. Good. All right. Tossing over to Alex. What's your one last thing? I, I just want to shout out Nobody uh, Nobody Saves the World. I'm playing it. And uh, the classes in that are classes like Slug, Egg, Magician, <laughs> um, Horse. I, I, have a, I have a horse class. Horse is and, pretty uh, good. And it's not a uh, it's not a uh, ride a horse. It's my character has become a horse. Uh, but uh, I will tell you the bodybuilder class. His main attack is flexing at enemies. That sounds powerful. And it's, you know it's the guys who made guacamole, so I'm always hyped on them. Always hype in guacamole. Good Big box studio man. Do you have a second one last thing before I cut you off? Nope. No. He's thinking too much. Joel, take <laughs> us home. I uh, I defeated the divine beast Radanya last night, so that's four beasts down. Dos uh, Radanya. This is this is now where the series of game in the game. This is now the point where I do my best to try to go out and avoid finishing the game because once I finish the game and kill Ganon, I'll have no desire to go back and pick up everything else. Now you're not really thinking about finding all nine hundred. Chunk oh, chunk seeds, right? A- absolutely not. No. Good. No. But I, I have never, I have never gotten to all the shrines before, and there's little stuff like you, you can buy the house, but you can also buy for like upgrades for like the furniture and stuff to display weapons, and there's also these extra challenges and stuff uh, once you did everything. So, I'm, do you have the motorcycle? Not yet. It is on the checklist, though. So yeah, may, maybe I should make a Trello. For yeah. my Breath of the Wild exploration tasks. Maybe that's what I yep, need. Then, you, then it'll really get on the beat list. I'm very glad that you have found your Skyrim. Yes. Yes. I, I, I let that ship sail <laughs> last time I tried. Get Skyrim is not house. for me. Get all of the mannequins so that you can display all your armor and weapons. All right. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where I'm the only one that streams. Yep. This is temporary. <laughs> Playing that tunic. Man, that game is fun. Sure is confusing, though. I don't understand any of the words yet. But I really like it. Well, I mean, do you speak Got a bunch box? of pages. What was that? Do you speak Fox? Uh, I don't even know if that's Fox language. 
isn't mm. it? But they give you they give you a manual. So, but I have to find the pages of the manual. Hmm. The manual is in a different language. None of this helps. Not Fox language. Oh, well. I don't. All right. Um, all right. All right. So yeah, we'll eventually figure out streaming again one of these days. I already figured it out. We, we <laughs> not you. Yep. All right. Good. Thank you for letting me clarify that. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the Give Me Back My GeoCities of your choice. Thanks for listening, and GG Alex. GG Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. Finger guns. Pew, 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 pew.